Hey, Kevin Draves here with the Howl for Diamond Box Bluetooth speakers. I got to tell you, I play basketball at the gym down the road for me all the time. And sometimes I go late at night. I bring my Diamond Box. And now they're introducing three new systems. The new L2, XL2, and M2 all feature stereo sound by themselves or split stereo sound with wireless syncing of two units for a live sound experience. Loud enough for any environment. And I kid you not, you could play this at low volume and you'll hear it in any room of your house. This is the most powerful Bluetooth boombox speaker on the market today. Check them out on Twitter at Diamond Box Co. That's box with two X's, Diamond Box Co. From your team's first right title right It's only one quarter till your name hangs with idols Preparation, everything on the middle vital Each game is survival Never be true I write a music through your sound Like the Miami Eagles And we'll be in South Beach They be showing us love Takes it up Yeah, man Right here's a rip National Basketball Association To the rim Great shit that laid out Takes it up Hello, everybody. Welcome to the NBA 2K League show on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. Brought to you by Rode Microphones. Studio quality with easy accessibility since 1967. We are your source for NBA 2K League coverage each and every week. Here, covering the best of the best, not the rest of the rest. League fans. We are the 2K League Show, and welcome to Week 11's action. We have a lot of games to go over here in our recap segment, starting off with one of the hottest teams in the NBA 2K League. That is T-Wolves Gaming taking on one of the worst teams, unfortunately, for any fans of the Knicks, uh, Knicks Gaming. Uh, T-Wolves Gaming looking to win their fifth straight basketball game in route to trying to find a way to make it to the playoffs. Big part of that has been this winning streak, and another big part of that has been the play of Jay Money. And in this game, it was no different. The T-Wolves are looking back saying to themselves, this was definitely one of the best trades of the season. I would argue for any team. And he actually ends up leading the way for the Timberwolves in this one. Now, the Timberwolves started off a little slow. In that first quarter, they were down 24-16. to But honestly, that was as close as the Knicks were going to get in this game to, to being a successful team. After that, it was all Timberwolves. And it wasn't just one guy. Although, again, Jay Money led the way in scoring, ended up scoring 25 points in this game. But let's go across the board. Turnup defense had the game of his career. 22 points. How about that? Five steals, a block, getting it done, and showing why there is defense in his name. Bear to Beast, of course, the point guard leading the way for the Timberwolves. And this game was no different. Not a lot of points. But you don't need points if you're setting other guys up. And he was fantastic. Ten assists. On top of that, 
really, really good defense. And what the Wolves did in this game, honestly, from not necessarily start to finish, but uh, we'll say second quarter on, was play two-way basketball. Whether it was good basketball on offense, where they were able to score the basketball uh, fairly easily, otherwise getting stops when they needed them. Looking at how the game actually went, uh, a good portion of this, how about this, 24 points in that first quarter by the Knicks, and after that, the closest they got again was 14 in the third. In the quarter two, just 13 points. Quarter three, 14 points. And then how about this? In that fourth quarter, to really solidify their victory, the Wolves end up only giving up 10 points to the Knicks. And then, and then on top of that, not only we talk about the importance of two-way basketball, not only were they able to shut down the Knicks, but they had their best quarter of the game offensively, scoring 21 points in route to what ended up being a 70-61 to victory. We talk about how good Goofy is at times, and he's such a good player. But honestly, the Wolves, one thing that really was a big portion of their win, they were able to get a lot of points inside, and that's something that you just cannot let happen if you're the Knicks. But still, we got to give a shout-out to Goofy, who, despite the loss, was really, really good. 14 points, 20 rebounds. Five assists, that's right, 20 rebounds. Fantastic double-double. Add to that, though, five turnovers. And then, actually, I am Adam, six turnovers. He actually had the same amount of turnovers as he did assists. You want to know how you lose a game? That's how you do it. Over on the Wolves side of things, just seven team turnovers. Very, very solid there. Player of the game, got to give it to Jay Money. 22 point, or sorry, 25 points, two rebounds, four assists, a steal, just a single turnover. Again, you want to win the game, you get assists. They got 24, and you don't turn the ball over, just 7. So think about this. Assisted turnover ratio of 24 to 7 for the Timberwolves. Looking across the way at Knicks Gaming, a much different story. 15 turnovers to only 13 assists. Again, no shock. They ended up falling. Wolves move to one of the better teams in the league at this point on that 5-game winning streak next game on this slate we have Raptors Uprising and they take on Pistons GT now going into this game Pistons GT just one win on the season and the Raptors of course fighting for their playoff lives you would hope they come into this game and they were able to get a victory but Pistons had other ideas at least early on as they come into this game with Nothing to play for. They are obviously 1-13. They are very, very much out of the playoff race. They are trying to play spoiler, and they got off to a great beginning of the game. They were 4-5 from three-point in the th- first quarter, and they actually had a 22-14 to lead after the first quarter. But again, there is a reason why they are 1-13. They actually started the second quarter off on a very similar tilt, able to build their lead even further But unfortunately, this has been a struggle for the Pistons, not just this game, but throughout the season. There are quarters where they really seem to uh, kind of drop off the ledge, so to speak. And in the second quarter, that ended up happening. A big part of that was a 12-2 run by Raptors. And just like that, the game is tied at 28. Now, going into the halftime, they actually had a lead and really were... The rest of the game never made a decision to give it up. They obviously were the better team in this game, and it definitely showed. Now, in the third quarter, both teams were fighting. You got a nice back and forth, but Raptors Uprising found a way to get the lead even further as they went into the fourth quarter by hitting again from deep. A big, big thing there. And for the Pistons, they just never seemed to get that same play they got in the first quarter and part of the second uh, at any other stage in the game. While they were competitive at points, ultimately 
They just did not have enough. And the Raptors had a lot more to play for, and it showed. Final score in this game, 62-72. to 72. Raptors uprising, take it. We talked about uh, you know how it's quarters that you really see the Pistons struggle. You know, 22 to 14 in the fourth, or in the first, but then the fourth, 21 to 16, 19 to 15 in the third, and 18 to 9 in the second. It's great to show up for that first quarter, but you need a complete game if you're going to find a way to win against a team like Raptors who have a lot to play for. And unfortunately for the Pistons, they did not. Looking at player of the game for the Raptors, got to give it to sick. Nine points, 17 rebounds, five assists, although five turnovers. The Pistons, it was nice to see 22 points apiece for both Insanity and Dev Goss. But you look across the board, and they actually, you know, it's surprisingly enough, Pistons only five turnovers. They did have 16 assists, so there were some things to like. But Jackal with just two points, seven points for Joseph. Splash King with nine. You probably needed a, a little more. And actually, I want to give a shout-out actually to Splash King. How about this stat line? Nine points, nine rebounds, five assists, four steals. Uh, ultimately, they do lose this game, but like we talked about, at points, they were very, very competitive. And it shows here looking at how some of the individuals played. Next game on the docket, we have Heat Check Gaming taking on T-Wolves Gaming. This is a game we're not going to talk much on. Honestly, there's... There's just not much to say. In fact, final score, how about this? T-Wolves Gaming, the team that is really, really fighting to make it into the playoffs. 82-42, to they move to six games winning in a row. 82-42, to seriously? 13-8 to in the first, 25-7 to in the second, 20-11 to in the third, 24-16. to They win this game absolutely running away. I, you got to feel bad if you're the heat check. I mean, this is obviously a game they would love to get back. Funny thing is, this is a perfect example of how about how a trade looks. You look at the Heat, just 10 points, 3 of 5 for Hood, and across the board, Jay Money, that was the trade, of course, that they made earlier in the season. Jay Money, 32 points, 2 assists, 7 steals, just 1 turnover. I think if you could go back in time, if you were the Heat, you might rethink making this deal. If you're the T-Wolves, you make this deal every single time. There is definitely no reason to look back and think you should have done things differently again your final score 82 to 42 is your final uh, and I will give uh so the player of the game we already talked about Jay Money he was very very solid a lot to like for him but how about this Bear to Beast 18 points one rebound 14 dimes two steals a block just a single turnover lots to like from him and actually across the board for the Heat I just can't give anyone a shout out because there's just not much to like 18 rebounds from Majestic is great, but when you only, when you lose 82 to 42, I'm sorry, but there's just nothing to highlight as that's a game that you're going to want to forget about as fast as possible. Next up, we have Pistons taking on Lakers. These are two of the worst teams in the league, and so it's a game where uh, you know who's going to be the team that's going to uh, find a way to get a win. That's what's going to be interesting watching this one. Pistons are, of course, fighting to just maybe not look as bad as they could, as if the Pistons lose this game, it'll be 13 straight losses. That is not a typo. That is not me misspeaking. 13 straight games. So that's what they're really, really playing for. Now, these are two teams that obviously have struggled throughout the season. You have Lakers with two wins. You have Pistons with one. Uh, you know, you have a chance to at least uh, move out of the cellar for, for a minute 
if you're the Pistons. Uh, but unfortunately, it really felt like that was not going to be the case. As far as the Lakers were concerned, they come into this game on a mission. We're going to get to three wins. We are going to push the Pistons further, further down. They were very good on the defensive end. And on top of that, they were able to uh, create turnovers and use that to push the pace from the start of this game. Now, they went on a 21-2 run to start the game. And honestly, they never looked back. How about this? Nine turnovers in the first quarter alone. You talk about wanting to find a way to push the pace. Turning the ball over is going to be one way to do it. And how about this? Pistons GT struggled really honestly if you watch this game on both ends of the court. If you're a Laker fan, I will say this is a fun game to watch because despite the fact that it has not been the ideal season, why not take a look at some of the players and how good they could be just depending on the level of competition they are going up against. And how about this? The rest of the game, the closest we ever saw this game was still double digits. Uh, they, the Pistons were never able to get a single digits. They really never made a game out of this one, unfortunately. And the final score, now it's not as bad as what we just saw from the Wolves and the Heat, but nonetheless, Lakers do dominate the Pistons. 68-43 to 43 is your final. Not a lot to like if you're the Pistons. If you're the Lakers, you'll take it. Obviously, it's up against some... Not so tough competition. Only five points for the Pistons in the first quarter. Surprisingly, though, third quarter, only six points for the Lakers. I think that kind of tells you what kind of teams you're dealing with when you watch this one. Now, for the Lakers, we want to give player of the game nod. Uh, a few guys jump off the page for me. Uh, you know, I'm going to actually give it to to Kev, actually. We'll give it to Kev with 27 points to lead the way. Although, I will say, the, and the two tur- or no turnovers for Kev is also solid. But Moody, what I like about him is he did just a lot. Two points only on one of two shooting. But how about this? Five rebounds, five assists, seven steals, four blocks, just two turnovers. That's stuff in the stat sheet. And that's a player, and I can appreciate that stat line. For the Pistons... Uh, honestly, there's not a whole lot to talk about. Splash King with 18 rebounds, which was pretty good. But ultimately, this was a very, very forgettable game for Pistons GT. And they're at this point just hoping for the end of the season. Last game on the first night here, we have Heat Check taking on Raptors. Heat Check, of course, trying to right the wrong of earlier when they just got blown up by the Wolves. And Raptors still trying to keep their playoff hopes afloat. Talk about a Heat Check. How about this? 14-0 to zero is how the Heat Check started this game off. But, of course, Raptors trying to find a way to claw their way into the playoffs did not go quietly into the night. And just like that, they went on a run of their own, 14-4, to four, as we are heading to the second quarter. You have a, a very, very close and a very good matchup. In the second quarter, you actually saw a, the Raptors continue all that momentum, and they were really, really solid. In fact, able to get as close as just down two points. But very similar to the first quarter, heat check, came right back with a huge run. They actually scored a 7-0 run this time. All of a sudden, two points turns into nine points. And at halftime, they were down 12, 37-25 as their playoff hopes are starting to dwindle. Second half, uh, third quarter especially, you saw both teams a good back and forth. And actually, the fourth quarter, much of the same problem you run into is that when you're down by 12 points, you got to make a run. And ultimately, you never really saw enough from the Raptors in this second half. They end up losing the game 63-55. to He checked take it. Uh, unfortunate loss for the Raptors, who pretty much uh, are looking outside in as far as the playoffs are concerned. And for the heat check, 
It's a nice bounce-back game after that really bad loss to the T-Wolves. Now, if we're going to give a player of the game for the Heat Check, the winners, 24K, 16 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists, 5 steals, 1 block, 5 turnovers. Surprisingly enough, 18 turnovers for the Heat Check in a win. You want to know how that happens? When your opposing team, the Raptors, 21 turnovers. That's how you win a game is that the other team is just worse than you. And they're basically sitting a horse apiece as far as assists are concerned. Raptors win that battle 17-16. to 16. Not enough to make up for the difference in the turnovers. For Raptors, the player that I want to highlight is going to be sick. Actually, no, I take it back. We'll give it to Kenny. Kenny, 16 points, a rebound, 7 assists, a steal. And 2 of 5 from 3 is nice, 7 of 14 overall. But again, ultimately they fall 63 to 55. Heat check, take it. That does it for number one. All right, first game on night number two, you have 76ers taking on Wizards District. And honestly, if you want to watch just a fantastic performance, I promise you, you don't want to miss this. Again, if you missed any of these games, make sure you check them out on YouTube. You can watch highlights, full games. You can watch Twitch. They have lots of different options as far as the NBA 2K League is concerned. And of course, you always want to tune in to us, the NBA 2K League show here on Dash Radio, where we give you the recaps and we go over the league in general. Now for this game, honestly, whether it was offense, whether it was defense, the 76ers looked like the team that we saw earlier in the year that at times has struggled. But 76ers were really solid in this game. Starting off the top, you have Radiant with an amazing double-double. Just phenomenal. He honestly torched uh, honestly torched the Wizards district gaming. 22 points, 17 assists. He is our player of the game as he gets a nice double-double. But uh, you want to talk about how good he was. Where do you, What do those 17 assists get you? They get you 21 points for breadwinner. They get you 18 points, 11 rebounds for Steez. Phenomenal. You look at the other two players, Nudini, ZDS, fantastic defense. So much to like from the 76ers. And if this is the kind of game you get night and night out from the 76ers, they are going to be one of the better teams in the playoffs. And they're going to be very tough to beat. And you want to talk about what gets you a win? Uh, there were two quarters specifically. You start off, if you're the 76ers, you only give up 14 points in quarter one, only 12 points in quarter four. That's that's pretty solid. On top of that, in both those quarters respectively, you score 19 and you score 25. The only quarter the 76ers did not win was quarter two. But again, your final score, 76ers take it 76-60. to 60. Very impressive win for them. Obviously, Wizards District... It's been a bit of a mixed bag this season, but mostly bad, unfortunately, for them. They are not going to be making the playoffs. Looking at their team, though, uh, give a shout-out to Gilly, 19 points, 13 rebounds, an assist, two blocks, just a single turnover. And, of course, we talk about Radiant. The one thing we consistently say, though, about Radiant is his turnovers. It's great that you got 17 assists, but seven turnovers. At a certain point, you wonder how aggressive is too aggressive. That is the only thing I wonder. But a solid game for him nonetheless. Again, the double-double, 22-17. and 17. Radiant is going to look to dominate when this team is in the playoffs. They have now moved up to the five seed here in the NBA 2K League. Next game on the list, we have Hawkstown GC taking on Knicks Gaming. These are two teams that are really going to be on the outside looking in the playoffs. Especially, obviously, the Knicks a team that's been very, very poor, unfortunately, for this season. Coming to this game with only two wins. Hawks coming in at 3-8. and eight, uh, I guess ultimately had a maybe an outside chance of at some point finding a way to make it in, but it really didn't seem like they had it in them. This is a competitive game for portions, but unfortunately not for the entire game. If we look at the first half specifically, 
It was so even, we had a tie game, 34 points at halftime. You jump into that second half, though, and it was a completely different game. You saw the Hawks, a team that you know really, really wanted to find a win this game to get to five wins, but they were turning the ball over. They just were not efficient on the offensive end. They struggled in many, many facets. Meanwhile, you have a Knicks team that was really, really solid, took advantage of those turnovers, and started actually the second half on a very, very nice run. And actually, after that run in that third quarter, they never, never let the lead up, and they ended up taking this one. Your final score, 79-67, to Knicks take it. Knicks, after this game, move to 3-11. and Hawks move to 4-9. and Two teams that really have struggled this season, but the Knicks definitely will take a nice win like this. You won a championship last year. You were hoping to be a little more successful this season, but they probably will go uh, in a a different direction next season as far as uh, what they end up doing because this has been a a little bit of a disappointment, I think. You win a championship, that's great. You hope to maybe take that momentum into that, at least make the playoffs, but this has been a very forgettable season for both of these teams. For the Knicks, player of the game, Goofy, 26 points, 13 rebounds, 5 assists, 5 steals, a block, and just two turnovers. Very, very solid effort from him. Looking over at the Hawks' side of things, I was pretty impressed with Arsenal. 10 points, 10 rebounds, 3 assists, 4 steals, 2 blocks, not a single turnover, 5 of 6 shooting. Very solid from him. But, of course, again, it was in a loss as they lose 79-67 to was your final in this one. Last game of the night, we have Lakers taking on Celtics. Uh, these are two teams in uh, interesting... Uh, Interesting positions. You have Celtics, who, of course, have been on an absolute tear. They are winners of seven straight, looking to make it eight if they can beat the Lakers. Lakers coming off of a a nice, or not a nice win, but a win nonetheless against uh, one of the teams that struggled so far in this season. So they're hoping to, at a minimum, be competitive, but maybe, play spoiler, find a way to steal a game here. Unfortunately, though, for the Lakers, you have a Celtics team that is is one of the best in the league right now, especially with the momentum they have with all these wins. Will it be a competitive game, or will it be a blowout? Surprisingly enough, this was one of the better games that we've seen uh, so far this week in this week's slate of games. Looking at uh, how the game started off, you had Celtics crossover who really came out swinging. And uh, Celtics crossover... Uh, Felt like the better team in that first quarter as all of a sudden the first quarter ends on a 14-0 run for the Celtics. They are up 26-8. And I talked about how competitive this game was. You didn't see it in the first quarter, but you definitely saw it after that. Now, Celtics really, despite the fact that the game showed up as a pretty close matchup, the one thing that you really started to notice was that they weren't really able to ever build on that 26-8 lead as you had the Lakers Fairly competitive in the second and third quarters. Uh, specifically, how about this? So it was 26 to 8 after one, correct? Now you look at quarter two, 12 to 13, Celtics take it. Quarter three, 12 to 13, they take it again. So it's one of those things where it's, it's, it's very, very close. And here's why the game was close and why it's important to play an entire game. 26 to 15. The fourth quarter was all Lakers. If they had just been a little more competitive in that first quarter, they might have found a way to steal a victory here. Now, again, it's tough. And if you look at the Celtics, you had such a a good lead. You probably just said to yourselves, all right, we just got to do enough to, to really leave this game with the W, which is what they do. The only thing I'll say about that is you look a good example. Look at the Wolves. The Wolves built a lead in that earlier game against the Heat, and they ran away with it, and they just stomped the Heat out. 
For my money, if I'm the coach, that's what I want to see for my team. And that's what I would have wanted to see if I'm a Celtics fan, is I wanted them to extinguish the fire and they take out the Lakers. They started off early, but you know it didn't seem like they really had that fire after that, and I think that was a mistake. Again, final score, 65-60. to 60. Lakers do lose, but Celtics win just in a close one, but that does move them to eight straight victories. For the Celtics, player of the game, no autographs, 14 points, 18 rebounds, two assists, three steals, two blocks, just two turnovers on seven of eight shooting. Over on the Lakers side of things, got to give at least a shout-out to Kev, 24 points to lead all scorers with the Lakers, an assist, three steals, and just two turnovers. 10 of 15 from the field, 3 of 5 from 3. You definitely take that. And that does it for the action of night number 2. All right, we have five games left for the Week 11 action. We start off with Wizards District taking on Nets GC. This has been kind of a trend this week as far as the games are concerned. But again, you have two teams kind of in different different places. Uh, Wizards come into this game. Five and eight out of the playoff race. You have Nets, though, sitting at seven and five. They are right in the thick of it. And honestly, it's up to them. Do they want to make the playoffs? And if they do, you just got to win basketball games. And that's what this game, that's what you're going into this game thinking. But here's the deal Uh, the Nets, their claim to fame for this season a lot of times has been defense. And unfortunately, in this game, where was that defense? Honestly, I think it was just the Wizards wanted it more. Despite the fact that they weren't really playing for anything, they came out just on fire. Offensively, so many guys were putting up great shooting performances, whether it was Reese to God's 27 points, Demon JT 16 points. You got good assists. It was just fantastic. The game plan was clearly better for Wizards District. And uh, one guy that actually really helped a lot, Paul B., he was at small forward, did a lot of that Draymond Green type play where you're getting a little bit of everything, stuffed the stat sheet. You know, you got to love guys in this league that just find a way to get stats. It's not all about scoring 30 points a game. You know, if you can get, how about those 5-5-5 five, five, five games, you know, where you're getting like five points, five rebounds, five assists, maybe a few steals and a block, not a lot of turnovers. Just smart basketball is what you're hoping for. And honestly, the Wizards did that. Uh, had a very good shooting performance in this one. They were very efficient. Uh, a lot of things to like as far as that's concerned. On the net side of things, unfortunately, it was like they tried to win this game by finding ways to score uh, shooting the basketball. And unfortunately for them, they just did not shoot the ball well. Honestly, you come into this game and you expect the Nets to really put up a good fight. But at, at no point did you really feel... Honestly, if you if this game you saw the score... You looked at these two teams, you would say, all right, well, you know, Wizards District obviously are fighting for that playoff chance, and they had to find a way to win this game, and they did it. And unfortunately, when you look at the the game, the, the Nets were the team that had to win this one, and they ultimately blew it. Final score, Wizards District take it 72-53. to uh, Just to get an idea of how this game actually went, the only quarter that the Nets were able to take was the third quarter, and that was just by two points. That's not going to get the job done. You, you come off to a slow start against the Wizards District, you continue that in the second quarter where you're outscored 22 to 12. And that's not going to get the job done. And ultimately, if they do miss the playoffs, which at this point it seems like they probably will, the Nets are definitely going to be upset at how certain games went. Going to have to see what types of changes they make going into next season. For the player of the game, Wizards District, got to give it to Reese God. 11 of 18, shooting 4 of 6 from through, 27 points, 2 rebounds, 2 assists, just 2 turnovers. Very solid there, although a nice double-double, I will add, from Gilly at center. 11 points, 
14 rebounds. On the other side of the of the coin, you have I'm going to give it to Shuttles actually, uh, the guy that I want to p- really point out. 10 points, seven rebounds, four assists, three steals, two blocks. Four turnovers, five of five from the field. A lot to like about his game, but again, it was not enough. As they fall, 72-53, to 53, Wizards District beat the Nets. We have a very different story. You have 76ers taking on the Pacers, two of the better teams in the league at times. But you don't always see that from both of these squads. Now, taking a look at this game as a whole, uh, 76ers come in here. They've had some nice wins. They had a nice win earlier this week. They are 9-5. and five. And then you have the Pacers sitting at, eight and four so right both these teams are right in the thick of things but Pacers need to get some wins if they're going to make it into the playoffs this is a team that for a while was undefeated in the season and you're definitely not seeing uh, the same type of play you saw earlier on in the season or even in the ticket tournament what are you going to see from the Pacers in this one 76ers of course looking to keep the hot momentum they have this week now uh, the unfortunate thing that you saw from this is the Pacers They have one player that night in, night out, you're always looking to find a way to get the basketball, and you're hoping he's going to do enough to get you a win, and that's Ramo. But here's the problem. When you rely on one single player too much, teams can then start to look at that and say, all right, here's how we're going to game plan for you. And you saw just that. You saw the 76ers come into this game, and they were were very much prepared for what they knew the Pacers were going to do, and it really hurt them. On top of that, we, you know, whenever we watch the Pacers, or sorry, the 76ers play, you always got to highlight Radiant. And one of the things we talk about, and we did it earlier this week, is that he turns the ball over too much. That has been a, a real issue for him. But how about in this game? You know what he did in this game? Eight assists, just a single turnover. You want to talk about how you're going to win a basketball game? That's how you do it. Have your point guard be super efficient. And not only that, Sometimes his assist numbers are really high, and eight is nothing to scock at, but 30 points along with those eight assists. Just a fantastic game all around for Radiant. And what does that equal? Well, you know what that equals? That equals a team that is on the rise, and it is how 76ers end up taking this game 71-55. to Both teams came out of the gates very close, 15-15 after one quarter, and 76ers Pulled away a little bit after uh, two, but you're only up four points at the half. In fact, 76ers build that to eight points after three, and they actually double that in the fourth as they win the fourth quarter 22-14, to and that's how they win this one ultimately by 16 points, 71-55. to Pacers, a team that could be on the outside looking in if things don't change quickly. They have a decent record. They've been a solid basketball team, but they got to close out strong. Now, for the 76ers, no surprise. Player of the game, Radiant, 30 points, 8 assists, a steal, only 2 fouls, which is nice, and a single turnover. Only 7 turnovers as a team on the night. Very solid anytime you can stick with single-digit performance as far as turnovers. And then when you look at the assists, eight or 15 assists, very, very solid performance there. On the Pacers side of things, surprisingly enough, only 6 turnovers. No joke, only six turnovers, but unfortunately, only 10 assists. And when you have one guy on the other team that almost gets as many assists as your whole team, I think that tells you a lot about how you played. Uh, we do give a shout-out, though, to Lord Beezus. 10 points, 11 rebounds to get the nice double-double, and no turnovers, five of six from the field. As a center, those are very solid numbers. You definitely take that. Again, 76ers take this game, though. 76ers win 71-255 over the Pacers. And we have three games left on this week's slate of games, starting off with Grizz Gaming taking on Nets GC. If you are a player or a member of the Nets organization, Nets GC, that is, or if you are a fan, I think you look at this week and you came in thinking, all right, 
we can find a way to win these two games. We're playing teams that aren't even at 500, so you have a lot of good chances, I think, to pick up a couple wins. But unfortunately, your first game you lost, right? So you go into this one, you say, all right, Grizz Gaming are, are an interesting team. They're an okay team, but they're sitting right around 500 just like us. Uh, actually, in fact, uh, both these teams are almost identical records coming into this game. You have Nets looking at 7-6, and six, and you have Grizz Gaming at 6-7. and seven. Who will be the victor? Knicks, or sorry, Nets uh, looking to bounce back after their earlier loss. But here's the problem. It's almost like that first loss against the Wizard District, it, maybe it left a bad taste in their mouth, or they just felt, I don't know, like they lost some sort of momentum because they were not in this game at all. You know, it's funny. The Grizz team came into this week probably similar to Nets GC saying, all right, these are must-win games. We had to find a way to win if we're going to have any chance to make it into the playoffs. But here's the problem. You got to play that way. And the Grizz did, and the Nets just did not. And you want to talk about uh, a team that focuses on defense in the Nets. Where was that? You don't see it in this one uh, as far as they are concerned. Now, the Grizz probably aren't going to make the playoffs, but you never know because now if you if you win this game, you tie the Nets as far as record concerned. So if you win this game and you're the Grizzlies, you're 7-7. Seven and seven. And you know what they did? They came out in this game, and they – clearly were the team that wanted it more. And Nets GC, uh, surprisingly enough, uh, just consistency has always been a key for them, right? Or, or maybe a, a lack of a key is a better way to put it. Nets GC actually came in that first quarter, and they looked like the better team. Uh, you had really good performances from a few different players. And on top of that, you had just that defense that you expect uh, is usually pretty much there. But unfortunately for them, it wasn't consistent. As you jump into that second quarter, and uh, Grizz start off with a big run, they they, they end up uh, taking a, an eight-point advantage, or an eight-point run, I should say, to start that second quarter. And actually, when you talk about the first half, you talk about a tale of two quarters, a very nice start by the Nets, but a very nice close-off from the Grizzlies. And unfortunately for the Nets, that was really all she wrote. You jump into that third quarter, and it was honestly more of the same. The, uh, the Grizz, you know, you're, they're led, obviously, by Authentic African. Vandy tends to be the guy that also jumps in as well. And, uh, you know, both those players actually uh, didn't have to do a whole lot uh, as far as uh, that team was concerned. And, and you talk about what is going to be the key for victory in these games. But Nets just had no defense, and they, they weren't able to score efficiently. And ultimately, it really cost them. You start off, so 18-9 to is your score after one quarter. You're thinking, all right, the Nets found a way to take a nice lead, and they're looking like the better team. But then they're outscored by 10 in the second, 4 in the third, and no joke, they are outscored by 24 points, 29-5 to in the fourth quarter. What happened? It was like they just fell off a cliff. Authentic African, 27 points. You talk about Vandy, how important he's been. 15 points, 8 assists, just 4 turnovers. 19 points from D-Double. Kelman with 14 points. J-Rod, oh, only 5 points? But guess what? 12 rebounds, 5 assists, a steal, a block, getting the job done. Only 5 total turnovers for the Grizz in this one. You know how many turnovers you saw from the other team? Yeah, that's right, Nets. 17 turnovers. What was that? 7 of 20 from 3. That's been an issue we've seen in a few games here where the Nets are thinking they're going to make their way back into this game with 3-point shooting, and it's just not the case. They're just not good enough. And, and ultimately, it costs them. Final score in this game, 
80 to 51, an absolute blowout. Grizz Gaming take this one, and really the fourth quarter solidified it. And the Grizz, despite the fact that maybe they aren't going to make the playoffs, this was a solid, solid performance from them. And you're able to take now both teams are at seven and seven, but you just won. So now you've got that tiebreaker. That's huge. Again, Grizz Gaming take it. Nets GC fall. 80 to 51 is your final. Two games left for this week's slate. And the next up, a much better and a much more competitive game. You have Hawks Talon taking on Pacers Gaming. Uh, I would argue a must win for the Pacers. An earlier loss. They want to write that ship. And this is one of the better games that we saw in this week and on this night. In the last game, we talked about how three-point shooting was the downfall for the Nets. This game was actually the complete opposite as we talk about two teams that you, you thought were going in different directions. Pacers came into this week's games Lots of momentum. They were sitting there as a top five seed, and all they had to do was just win some very winnable games. But here we have the Hawks, and they looked like the better team. And part of the reason why the Pacers have seemed to struggle this week is their three-point defense has been non-existent, and the Hawks took advantage of that. They were able to shoot 12 of 23 from the three-point line. You want to win a basketball game? That's just not going to do it. A big part of that was not only a good team effort from the Hawks, but as the team is concerned. You got uh, a single player that jumped off the page for me, but Rando, four of seven from three. So that's huge. Such efficiency. 12 of 23 from the three-point line. If you want to win a basketball game, you need to play better defense than that. And that's the second game we've seen the Pacers struggle uh, covering the three-point line. And that's going to be an issue because how about this? With with what ends up happening being a loss for the Pacers in this game, uh, and actually the final score is 75 to 67, they are now the eighth seed. There's one week of games left. And depending on how that works out, they might miss the playoffs altogether. A few teams really upset me this week as far as the effort that they gave, and this is one of them. I really expected more from the Pacers. Uh, How the mighty have fallen. Earlier in the season, the Pacers looked like one of the best teams, and you just did not see it this week. Uh, Really unfortunate. Uh, A big portion of this, by the way, in the third quarter, you had a really nice run from the Hawks, 14-0, and that was really what decided this game ultimately. Uh, Breaking down the quarter-by-quarter statistics here, you had, again, Pacers started off strong, up 20-16. to 16. Uh, but and, and here, how about this? They actually, the fourth quarter, 20-16 to 16 again. So you're a, a good start, a pretty solid finish. But you look in between those, and we talked about that big run in the third. You lose 26-15 to 15 in the third, 17-12 to 12 in the second. You got to be consistent if you're going to win basketball games. And we're just not seeing that from the Pacers. Player of the game for the Hawks. We talked about Rando, and he was really solid. Uh, but the guy I'm going to give it to actually is Arsenal. 19 points, 14 rebounds, one assist, one steal, and zero turnovers. Congrats to him. Very solid effort there. A couple guys, though, you know, we talked about 12 of 23 from three, and that was everybody other than Arsenal was able to get three-point shots. You had four of seven from Rando, Jay of Fool, four of nine, two of five from Mr. Styles. I mean, this is just fantastic. Two of two from uh, XX Steel. Lots to like, lots to like from their team overall. From the Pacers' side of things, uh, the player that we want to give at, at least a nod to would be Swizzerk, 17 points, two rebounds, six assists, but five turnovers? Oof, that is rough. I will say, uh, as a whole in the 2K League, we've had a lot of really good performances uh, with teams taking care of the basketball. Only five turnovers for the Hawks. A lot to like from them, but both these teams could be looking on the outside in. We already have the Hawks were eliminated. Pacers could be next on that list. Again, Hawks win this one 75-67 to is your final. Last game of Week 11, and we have the Magic taking on Celtics crossover. 
Celtics looking to continue their dominant play, or at least their winning streak, but they have not found a way to close out big-time games. Will this game be different? Will they be consistent quarters one through four? The interesting thing in this game is you had a nice start for both teams. Both teams were very solid as you had a tie game after one quarter. But then you jump to that second quarter, and it was all magic. I mean, seriously, they found a way to just take over that second quarter. So much so that going into halftime, it was 26-18. to 18. They had a nice eight-point advantage, and they had a lot of momentum, and that was huge. But then you jump to that third quarter, and all of a sudden, holy crap, a different Celtics team that you saw. And they've, they found a way to do this. We saw this in quarter one of their last game. Now we're seeing it in quarter three here as they go on a 22-9 to nine run. And ultimately, there wasn't a lot for the, the team to do after that. We consistency is key. The Magic just did not have it in that second half. Now, they were able to score. That was huge. Uh, Obviously, that was a big difference. But they were able to really do a lot on the defensive end as well. That was a big reason why they were able to go on that run. And you talk about scoring. So they were down 13-4 to in that second quarter. But in the third quarter, 22-9 to is that advantage. Anytime you can hold a team to single digits, that's what you got to do, and you're finally you're going to find a way to go on a run. And then in the fourth quarter, all they did was the bare minimum. Now, that's been an issue I feel like we've seen from a few games now from the Celtics. Now, ultimately, they do win this game 53-48. to They move it to nine straight wins. They're on a, a, a very good win streak. But I do worry about the fact that they're not willing to put away teams. You, have, you only win this game by five points. After that third quarter, why not keep up that, real, that good push on offense and that good push on defense – I mean, why not get, I mean, maybe you don't have as good a defense and as good an offense. So maybe it's not 22 to 9 in the fourth. But what's wrong with maybe, you know, something in the, maybe let's say you win it 19 to 15 or like 18 to 12 or, or, some, or 20 to 15, something in that range. Score the basketball, find a way to get stops. I worry about the Celtics come playoff time. There's some really good teams out there. And are the Celtics going to be able to uh, keep this up? given that they don't always seem to have consistency. That is my one worry. But they do win this game, and the player of the game for their squad, I'm going to give it to no autographs, 14 points, 11 rebounds, 3 assists, 3 steals, and just a single turnover. Very solid effort from him. Over on the Magic side of things, the player that I want to give a shout-out to is King Cam Royalty, 16 points, 11 rebounds, nice double-double, an assist, Two steals, a block, and zero turnovers. Eight of nine from the field. Again, he's a center. That's what you expect from the guys that are playing in the post. But you don't always get it, and you got it here. Final score, again, Celtics take it 53-48. to Unfortunately for the Magic, this looks like it could be uh, what ends up costing them. You know, they're 8-6 and six on the season, but it just doesn't look like they're going to be making the playoffs. And that's going to do it for uh, all the Week 11 action. Now, next week, obviously, we're going to have a Week 12. That's really going to be the deciding factor as far as playoffs is concerned. Who's going to find a way in? Who's going to find a way out? It's going to be a lot of really good matchups, and there's going to be a lot to watch for. Again, pay attention. Watch it on Twitch. Watch it on YouTube. If you're not able to watch games live, you can always stream it later on. The games are always available after the fact. You've been listening to the NBA 2K League show on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. And until next week, keep it 2000. Six minutes of 
away from your team's right first side, title. Right it's only one quarter till your name hangs with idols. Preparation's yeah. everything, fundamental, vital. Each game is survival. Never be true. I ride music to your sound like the Miami Heat. South Beach, they be showing us the Introducing the Roadcaster Pro Podcast Production Studio. The Roadcaster Pro is a true world first all in one console solution for podcasters of all levels, featuring four microphone channels, Bluetooth, USB, and TRRS inputs, eight color coded sound effect pads, four high power headphone outputs, and more. The Roadcaster Pro is professional podcasting made easy. Available in stores this December. Visit www.road.com for more information. Once again, that's www.rode.com.